how can I be of service to others? How can I be of service to myself? What is a step that I can take today? What can I do today to, you know, get that ball in motion, get the energy rolling, get it flowing, you know? It's just, that's what we gotta do. And then the rest, usually if we, you know, act from that aligned place, the rest will fall into place as well. Welcome to the Crystal Guardian Podcast. My name is Caressa, and this is a show on which I share about my life as a healer and crystal artist. Here, we meet at the crossroads of creativity and consciousness, art and spirituality, giving a voice to the visionaries of today. Happy day to you, wherever you are, on whatever day you are, as you are listening to this. I just want to kind of dive right in right now. I'm in my little meditation room in our home. We are in the final, final, final stretch of the construction work that we had going on in the house. And um, it was supposed to happen in a very short period of time, but in the end, it kind of took almost two years to complete everything. But right now it's the last, last thing that they're doing. So it feels so good. But at the moment, all our furniture is scooted over to one side of every room to make space for where the windows are. We are in a, in a corner house. So luckily there's windows just on one side of the house. And then on the other side, we have all the, <laughs> all the furniture now. So I'm sitting on my big couch that I have here in this room that I always meditate on and just got a bunch of pillows around me. I have some cacao that I'm sipping. Yeah, it's it's morning still. It's eight o'clock. I kind of woke up and just hit record and wanted to share a few things of what's been going on the last period. And how that's kind of affected my art, but also just some very personal stuff. Yeah, so that's kind of where I am. And wherever you are, I'd like to take a little moment to just take a deep breath in through your nose. Long exhale out through your mouth. And taking a moment to feel your energy drizzle down like raindrops falling into your body, your energy sinking deeper and deeper until it reaches your seat, your feet, really grounding into the body. And also for myself to share from a body and heart-centered space I tried to record this podcast a while ago after a shower session, you know, when you're in a shower and it's just like you have these thoughts coming through and I was like, oh my gosh, this, this insight, I have to share it on the podcast, kind of tied to everything that I've been going through. And I started recording from a very enthusiastic space, but it was a bit of a rambling podcast and recording. So I decided to 
end it and just find myself here another day. So today's the day. And I have shared about this before, but a while ago, last year, September, my grandmother passed away, which was a very big thing for me. My grandmother was kind of like a second mother to me. She brought me to school every morning when I was little. She ate with us dinner every single night. She was there, you know, every day she was with us, you know, supporting my mom. My parents broke up when I was little. So it was always my grandma and my mom that took care of me when I, uh, when I decided to live with my mom uh, when I was 14 years old because it was a bit too much for me as a little girl, very sensitive to move between places, move between houses all the time. So spent a lot of time with her and really felt like a second mother to me. And it was a very deep and profound loss and uh, being there for her in the last few weeks of her being alive was such a it's kind of like you're in a pressure cooker and it was divine, beautiful, sorrowful, such a otherworldly experience. You know, all of the people that truly loved her, were truly in her life, came together and just sat with her for those last few weeks. And somewhere in those few weeks, I think it was two days before she passed, me and Alessandro were with her at night and Alessandro was kind of playing around with my rings and at the moment she she wasn't able to talk so she started kind of signing and started trying to type we gave her an, an iPad that she could type words on and she tried to type marriage or in Dutch trouwen and that was pointing at us and kind of um and we, we were kind of laughing, you know, and saying, yeah, 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 you're invited to the wedding when it comes, you know, we're counting on you being there. And a couple of days later, she was able to talk and she said it again. She was like, you have to get married. You guys have to get married. And through that kind of gave her blessing as, as one of the last things that she did for me and Alessandro to get married, which was you know, something that wasn't uh, happening at the time, but very much in the air, you know. Uh, we all knew that it was coming. And I didn't think that I needed it, but it was so beautiful to, yeah, to have that blessing from her, you know, in her final days and to, it was such a great gift. And in the car home, Alessandro said, that he, you know, almost then and there dropped on his knee just for her to experience that. And right now we are planning our wedding. Alessandro asked me to marry him uh, in between Christmas and New Year's. And uh, such a beautiful way. We have this place in Breda, which is a little bed and breakfast. Beautiful, beautiful place. I went there as we were starting with construction two years ago when it was so busy at home and I was like, I just need to step out for a bit. We just moved here to from Amsterdam to Utrecht and Alessandro found me this place and he was like, this screams Caressa, like you have to go here. So I booked two nights there, went there and 
clicked with the owner Chantal so much. The bed and breakfast is called Huis Druivelaar. If you follow me on Instagram, I'm sure you've heard about it because I've been there quite a few times since. Yeah, we really hit it off and I organized a workshop there in, the, in a few months later. Chantal has one of my artworks in one of the rooms as well now, a beautiful crystal grid. Oh, that place just feels like coming home if you're there in the summer. She has this beautiful garden with wildflowers and berries and uh, it's just beautiful. And we celebrated, me and Alessandro celebrated our five-year anniversary in between Christmas and New Year. So he was like, yeah, let's go to Huis Drijvelaar, let's go to Breda and celebrate, you know, us being together for five years. And... Kind of running up to to that, I was already saying like, oh, no, we're way too late. She's always booked so mu- so much in advance, like there's not going to be place anymore. And then magically there was still space available. So we booked it, you know, me not knowing that Asano had organized this way in advance already. Yeah, the, the days coming up, there was a lot of construction work going on at the house. So we were staying with my parents, with my mom. And as we were there... I, you know, there were little, little things that happened that got me suspicious. Uh, Alessandro told me not to look on his phone and a few other things. My mom got him a very, very beautiful but expensive <laughs> gift for Christmas. I was like, are you sure? You know, like, it's really nice, but are you sure? Not knowing they were cufflinks and not knowing that she was already knowing about the wedding because... Alessandro asked for my hand uh, to her. And yeah, she already knew, you know, like these are the cufflinks that he's going to wear on the wedding and wanted to give him something really nice. So I was like, okay, okay, sure. And, you know, all these things started kind of falling into place and I was suspicious, but I didn't know for sure, of course, if it was happening. And on the Monday, we were leaving on Tuesday and on Monday I called one of my friends, Kira, I called her and I was like, I really, and, and it was so funny. I was in the garage dropping off my car because something with that engine was broken. And, you know, I was at my at my mother's house, people around me all the time. And I didn't want to ruin my own surprise if there was going to be a surprise. So I knew I couldn't tell anyone there. I couldn't tell Alessandro. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I think it's going to happen. And how, you know, like, oh, I have to tell someone. So I called Kira. I was like, okay, okay, I think... I think Alessandra is going to propose. And she she was so sweet. She was like, okay, but you know, if it's not going to happen, you know, like, are you going to be, are you going to be let down if it doesn't happen or like be careful? And, and then I was like, no, 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 it's going to happen. I know for sure. I know it. I feel it in my heart. And we went to Hazdrevler the next day, had a super fun day, enjoyed our time in the forest and, And then the next day after I had chosen what we were going to eat the day before. And then Alessandro, smarty pants that he is, (laughs) said that, okay, so you picked yesterday's dinner and uh, now I'll pick what we're going to eat today. And we were still in lockdown, so we couldn't go to a restaurant. But of course, he had already made arrangements and, and kind of walking up, going up to the day or to the night. He was like, okay. You just, you know, you got to get ready, go into the bathroom. I'm going to prepare some stuff. I have like a little surprise, you know, it's our five-year anniversary. Like there's some stuff 
that I want to prepare. And just, you know, you come out when I tell you to. And by this time, you know, I was putting on my makeup, looking at myself in a mirror. And I was like, okay, I, like, I just know it. I'm, I'm getting ready. And he's going to propose. Yeah, so I walked out the door. And there's this beautiful greenhouse attached to the rooms. And now Chantal has built another greenhouse that's somewhere in the garden. So I walked into the first greenhouse. And there were rose petals all along the path. Uh, sort of following them into the other greenhouse. And uh, there was Alessandro with five roses in his hand and one rose for every year that we've been together with a story about that year and a kind of a word that, that symbolized that year of us being together. Oh, yeah, it was just so sweet. It was so perfect. There were string lights in the greenhouse. And yeah, we had such a beautiful night. You know, there's something that opens up when that happens. And you know, you start to talk about life and how you feel about each other and just really beautiful conversations came to be. And of course, we called our parents to tell the news. And yeah, it was a it was a beautiful night. So yeah, I just wanted to share that story. And after the proposal, we started planning the wedding. And one of these things that happened while all of this was going on as well is that I wasn't feeling very very well. There were a bunch of things that happened that were not big, but that really got to me. And I just noted, noticed that my mental resilience was not there anymore, not where I wanted it to be. I really felt like, okay, there's something, there's something going on. It's a bit of a downward spiral, but it was really hard for me to get out of it. Of course, this started when my grandmother passed away and it was just really hard for me to kind of digest that and to grieve her and kind of like the shift in family that happens when, you know, like that was really one generation that was not there anymore because she was the last, the last one to pass. So, you know, now it's just me and my parents and it, it feels really weird. And yeah, all of that was happening. I wasn't feeling so well. It was a such a strange time of, you know, like really high ups, but also really low lows. And because of this, I started working a bit less. I didn't feel like I was inspiring, you know, didn't feel like I had a message to share anymore. I uh, just needed time to kind of go inward and, you know, really experience sort of a dark night of the soul, as they call it. And after, I think after a while, after January, February, I felt like, okay, I want a shift to happen. I need support. I need more than girlfriends. I need more than Alessandro. I need support. So I called Leona, who is a shadow worker, a beautiful healer, and told her I need support. And we started a beautiful trajectory. I have felt so much better since to, yeah, kind of focus on, what did we focus on? Focus on being human, really just, you know, not everything having to be broken, but also periods in your life that are allowed to be messy. And, you know, that was just you figuring out life. And there's this thing in, in you know, the healer landscape that in order for something, quote unquote, bad to have happened to you, there had to be some unresolved trauma there or, you know, like you had to have carried something deep and dark with you. But 
something beautiful that came out of the sessions with Leona was also, you know, maybe you were just a teenager figuring life out and, you know, not having to have that be this deep, deep trauma because I have done my fair share of trauma work over over my life. And I, you know, I came to her and I was like, you know, I've seen, I've, I've looked into everything and, you know, did the shadow work. And when, you know, like when, when do I get to a place where it doesn't pop up all the time anymore? And really a shift in, in my mental well-being was that, you know, just, just embracing life as it is and just living it as it is and not having to dig deep all the time and not everything, having to have that, <laughs> what a sentence, not everything, having to have a, you know, subliminal message or like something that's, that's underneath the surface that we have to dig out and in order to be a happy human being, you know, no, maybe we could just be here and be happy if you've done the work, you know, and if you've been through it all, then why, why do we have to keep digging ourselves and getting in the mud all the time? And why can't we just enjoy and be happy? That's something that I've been practicing. Also, something that was so surprisingly, so surprisingly healing for me was getting my wedding dress. And I never felt like and I never felt like I was going to be someone that got very, yeah, very like that made the whole getting a dress thing a really big moment or that it was going to be very dramatic or whatever. But the second time when I was fitting a dress, I went home and I just cried and cried and cried because I missed my grandmother so much. And I was so, so incredibly sad that she was not going to be there. And, you know, really that thought of, if she just hung on for one extra year, just one extra year, she she could have been there for everything and for those moments in my life. And, you know, maybe just two extra years and she would have seen her great-grandchildren or, you know, like those kind of thoughts I was carrying with me all the time. And yeah, it was really heavy. But getting that dress, it allowed for the emotions to flow through me, the ones that were stored and that I was unable to express. And to me, after that, things started flowing again. And I had another session with Leona where we suddenly got into kind of the, the business landscape of everything. And of course, all these topics that I'm sharing about, it's the, you know, it's creating family, it's uh, work, it's all of it is first chakra. All of it is my roots, my base. So all of these themes were kind of intertwined and I was working less, as I shared. I was also earning a lot less. I saw my bank account go down and down and down. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have to work, but I don't feel like I can be the person that I want to be when I meet people in, you know, those sacred spaces. I had another session with Leona and in that session really felt like, okay, it's time to step into that next step into that next version, into that next being, you know, it felt like everything was coming loose and I was feeling better and better and better. Finally, again, after quite a long period, and we pulled a card, which was the abundance card, which was so funny because it was the exact 
topic that we had been talking about in regards to me also receiving from places that I, yeah, unexpectedly received money from and really allowing that to to come in and to, you know, not feel guilty about receiving money while I wasn't earning so much myself. And we pulled the card and just like that, literally in the scope of a few days, I felt the impulse again to start sharing more, to start working a bit more. And and I really felt like I wanted to take steps. I wanted to take aligned action. I was like, okay, this is my wish. Now I got to take the steps to be able to manifest it. I didn't just sit there and was like, why isn't anyone ordering? No, I was like, you know what? I felt for a very long time that it was time for me to let go of the essential oil line. I had said it occasionally in conversation uh, to some people and everyone would always be like, oh, but why? They're so lovely and I love the oils and, you know, it's just uh, such a great product next to your more bigger product. You know, it's something small that people can add on and da, da, da. And I was just like, you know what? Ever since I started creating the essential oils, so many people have stepped into that landscape as well and are doing such a great job at it. And it doesn't feel like, you know, people weren't able to get this product anymore. And of course, of course, my essential oils are my essential oils and I have my my magic and love and my signature scents in it as well. But I felt, you know, there's space, there's space to let go. And I also feel like I want to divert more of my attention to my artworks. And in order to do that, I had to let go of the old. I had to cut some cords myself to make space for the new, because otherwise I'm just polluting my space and polluting everything I'm doing. So I created an action, a sale, to put my products in sale, which is something I never, ever, ever do because I very firmly believe in the value of my products and I'd much rather give someone something extra and, and make them feel spoiled when they come to, come into my space than to give away value for nothing, you know? So I was like, okay, this is going to be an exception because I really feel like it will be very good for me and my own energy to let go of this and then also, of course, have a lot of the people that have been using them regularly have a have a moment to kind of splurge, really get all of them stock up. And yeah, I, I launched this sale and it went so, so well. And I really felt like I was stepping into that energy, into the abundance energy. I got so many orders, really so many. I think I only have three bottles left of the Calm Blend seven of the intuition and bliss, I think, and then nine of the rice plant, something like that. And I had I have more of the rice plant than the other ones. But really, you know, I'm I'm down to the very, very last one. We're no longer double digits or single digits. I'm doubting if I want to keep some for myself for future space. Of course I can always make them myself again, but I literally I made everything I had. I used all the bottles that I had left, I used all the essential oils that I had left. And this is just, this is it. This is what there is. There's nothing more. And yeah, the order started flowing in. I started feeling really, really affirmed in this, you know, aligned action that I was taking. 
also, I have talked about this before, but there are new works that I want to create in a very new way. And all the time I was like, okay, I'm not feeling good enough in my energy to start creating these works. And I wanted to wait a bit until I felt better. But then when I started feeling better, my bank account was so empty that I didn't have the funds anymore to invest in all those new materials and to do all those experiments that I wanted to do with these new materials before I start, uh, of course, selling them. And yeah, I was like, okay, you know what? I This is what I feel I have to do. I really feel the energy. I need to earn money as well. So this sale felt like the exact right thing for me to do. And then for, of course, all my lovely clients to profit from that as well. And it felt like a very beautifully what's the word for it again? A symbiotic relationship. The funny thing is when, when that energy started flowing, I started receiving insane, insane orders for the crystal grids that I still had in my shop. I recently sold out, or at least all of the frames that I had to create tailor-made, custom-made crystal grids tuned into someone's soul, the frames that I used, a friend of mine made them. And after a while, the amount of frames that he had to make was just too big for him to do it next to his normal job. And we decided, okay, I'm going to start creating in a new way and then also letting go of these frames. And I recorded a whole podcast about this as well, about this whole process. So these custom orders were not possible anymore. And I took them out of my websites. And then literally the only thing was the, the couple of works that I had already made that were in my shop. That was the only thing that people could purchase. And just like that, and, you know, I think I had, I think I had about 10, 10 pieces in my shop. And over the scope of just one week, just last week, I sold half of them, like so insane. Half of them were sold to one person that had already purchased first one tailor-made grid for her own soul, attuned to her own soul, then two tailor-made, all of them large pieces, two tailor-made pieces for specific rooms in her house, one for her office, one for her bedroom. And then afterwards, she was like, my family loved them so much. I'm getting them for everyone in my family. And she got four more from the shop. And then someone else bought some other ones and, you know, everything, everything is almost sold out. I have three pieces of the tall uh, alignment pieces left and then one small piece and one large piece. It feels crazy. It feels crazy because, you know, I, I really wanted to make space with the essential oils and then all of a sudden, because I stepped into that energy of, okay, I want to let go of the old to be able to step into the new, all of the crystal grids that I still had, you know, almost all of them sold and just felt crazy to me how just setting that intention and then taking aligned action, you know, taking those steps yourself so it can happen. So the energy can be in motion, so it can flow for you to you. I think the lesson in all of this is if you want to make something happen, then take actionable steps. Look at what you can do right now to 
get further to where you want to be. Because for me, it felt, you know, how how am I going to get all the funds to get these new materials to do all these experiments? But then I looked at myself and I'm like, you know, okay. Of course, I'm also a manifesting generator, uh, human design. So there's always a myriad of possibilities that I have in my mind that I can do. But at the same time, you know, I just looked at myself and I felt like, okay, what feels good for my energy right now? What can I let go of? And how can I support myself in this transition? How can I support myself in this transition? So if there is something right now that you feel you're stuck Take a little look at, you know, what is a small step that you can take to get further into the energy you want to be in and into the process that you want to be in? Like, what is the step that you can take today? Because for me, that was putting the new prices, putting the sale on my website. And I I put a little date of when the sale prices were going to go live. So I gave myself, you know, a space of a week to prepare for the sale, to make some beautiful stories, to be able to post them on social media. And I posted about it, you know, I posted about it a lot because I felt this is what I need to do right now. And this, it just, it felt good for me, but also good for the other people. And I think that's what was so good about it. It it felt mutually beneficial and just the energy behind it felt so good. So, you know, taking that moment to ask yourself, How can I be of service to others? How can I be of service to myself? What is a step that I can take today? What can I do today to, you know, get that ball in motion, get the energy rolling, get it flowing, you know? It's just, that's what we got to do. And then the rest, usually if we, you know, act from that aligned place, the rest will fall into place as well. And I feel that's really what happened. And now just yesterday, I purchased the materials, I ordered everything and we installed the machines in my new workshop. It's going to be epic. It's going to be so, so cool. I have so many more possibilities of working with the crystals. Now I can cut and polish and saw them myself. It's going to be epic. I am so excited for the pieces that are are about to be born. I feel so much more into my own energy. Also, the last few classes that I've been teaching, I've been teaching a lot of crystal healing classes in Amsterdam, in Utrecht. And I feel my energy getting more and more expansive with every class. I see people coming back again and again, every single class they're there, front of the row. You know, it feels so special and I'm so grateful to be able to step into this energy again and you know I I did do the dark dark night of the soul I didn't skip over it I felt I grieved but now it feels like there's a new era breaking through and oh, I can't wait for the next updates to share with you all how the pieces are coming along and what's happening and what's being birthed it's it's so close now, you guys. It's so close. And yeah, I am going to try to get Alessandro on the podcast very soon. I want to chat with him, have an opportunity for you guys to meet him. And I really want to talk with him about finding mentors in your life, because that's something that he's taught me very, very well and such a valuable 
thing to have in life. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get him on, guys. Just I'm I'm gonna try and we're gonna have a beautiful, beautiful chat as well. But yeah, for now, I wanna leave you here and on a bit of a cliffhanger. Hopefully, the next update I will be able to share some process of how it's been going. And of course, if you feel called, I have a crystal healing one day retreats coming up that I can't wait to share more about. I'm not going to share too much here. It's just going to be a beautiful day to really bathe into crystal energy. It's going to be in my new atelier space, which is in the middle of nature. Beautiful, beautiful place. And we'll be, of course, creating a crystal grid attuned to your soul and doing many, many more lovely things. I'm going to get Alessandro to cook us amazing food as well. Yeah, so if that's calling you, if you want to be there for another moment, don't be afraid to find me, DM me, and speak soon. <laughs> <laughs>